Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily. From Curiosity.com, I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about the safest way to ride in a car with someone during a pandemic and the surprising impact time zones can have on sports performance. We'll also answer a listener question about failed COVID-19 vaccines. Let's satisfy some curiosity. In a pandemic, it's always safest to spend your time with the people in your immediate household. But if you do end up in a car with someone you don't live with, like a taxi or a rideshare, researchers from the University of Massachusetts Amherst have some tips. They recently found the safest way to ride in a car with someone during a pandemic. When you first get into a car with someone outside your household, your instinct will probably be to roll down your window. Ventilation, right? Lots of fresh circulating air can keep your exposure to the virus low, after all. But this new study suggests that opening the window right next to you might not be your best option. Even in a car with just two people, the coronavirus transmission risk is high because tiny, aerosolized virus particles can stay in the air for a long time. If you don't open the windows to let in fresh air, those particles can build up and pose an infection risk. So it's important to find out how to reduce that risk as much as you can. When the researchers simulated the experience of a driver and a passenger in the car, their first discovery wasn't a big surprise. The best bet is to ride with all the windows down, with the backseat passenger and the driver sitting kitty corner from each other. But their next discovery wasn't so obvious. If both occupants only roll their respective windows down, the air circulates in a way that sends potentially infectious air directly from the driver to the passenger. It's better than having all the windows up, but it is not ideal. The best scenario is for driver and passenger to roll down the window on the opposite side from them. That way, air flows in through the rear window, makes a sharp turn as it gets to the passenger, and keeps going out the front window. That creates a sort of barrier that can help protect both occupants from infection. Now, it's important to note that this only applies to a car with two occupants. The team didn't look at scenarios with more people than that. So if you end up in a shared vehicle, roll all the windows down. If you can't do that, roll down the window opposite where you're sitting and ask the driver to do the same. And make sure everyone in the car wears a mask. That will be your best bet for staying safe. Sports fans everywhere will tell you that the home team always has an advantage in games. But why? Is it the cheering home team fans? Is it an unfair boost from local referees? Well, scientists recently discovered one explanation, and they have the pandemic to thank for their discovery. It turns out that one big part of the home team advantage comes down to time zones. So how did the pandemic help scientists figure this out? Well, it's what led the NBA to hunker down in a bubble or isolation zone for their mid-pandemic season. The top 22 teams spent the last two months of the season living and playing in total isolation at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. That meant no home team, no away team, just a bunch of players in the same place for months. A couple researchers realized this was the perfect opportunity to test how travel and time zones affect team performance. So for this study, the researchers compared the performance of basketball teams before the coronavirus pandemic, when they were allowed to travel, with their performance in the bubble. And it turns out that teams do in fact appear to play better when they don't have to travel. In the bubble, everyone played better. 
The researchers found that all teams scored more and there wasn't the one team shooting worse than the other. The researchers also found some even more interesting differences in their analysis, and it came down to pretty granular details. So for instance, shooting appeared to be affected by travel across time zones. Rebounding was hurt by any travel in general, and the researchers think they know why. When you cross a time zone, the mismatch between your new time zone and the time zone you're used to has an effect on your brain's internal clock, which sets the timing of all sorts of systems in your body. With something as precise as shooting a basketball through a small net, even a small disruption can have a big impact. Whether you're a basketball player or a business person, this study suggests that even the smallest misalignments between your body and a new time zone can impact accuracy and performance. To best adapt, the researchers suggest getting to your new location as far in advance as possible and resting up before it's game time. We got a listener question from Pranav, who asks, I'm a bit of a pessimist, but why are we seeing all of these vaccines being successful? Why isn't there any failed vaccine development? This is such an important question, Pranav. I'm glad you asked it. While all the celebration lately has been about a handful of successful COVID-19 vaccines, the truth is that these are just the superstars that have risen to the top of a very, very long list of vaccine candidates. These weren't only the best vaccines developed so far, they were also the first to the finish line. And just like in any marathon, long after the winners finish, there are plenty of others still making their way to the end, and plenty more that had to drop out early. Like last fall, clinical trials for the vaccine made by Johnson & Johnson and the one made by AstraZeneca both had to be paused because a few participants got sick. After a thorough investigation, though, they resumed those trials. And as of January 29th, the AstraZeneca vaccine has been authorized by the EU and the Johnson & Johnson one just successfully completed its phase three trial. Eli Lilly had to put trials of its antibody treatment on hold around the same time, but it eventually completed those trials and earned an emergency use authorization from the FDA. In December, Australia became the first to abandon clinical trials for their COVID-19 vaccine. That's because it produced false positive test results for HIV in some volunteers. But I want to stress that these were false positives. These participants had no actual HIV in their systems in follow-up tests. And just recently, Merck abandoned two vaccine trials because neither provoked a strong enough immune response. And those are just the famous ones. We're nowhere near done. On the day I'm recording this, researchers are currently testing 67 vaccines in clinical trials on humans. Only 20 of those have reached the final stages. And that's not even counting the 89 or more vaccines that haven't reached clinical trials yet. Not all of them will, and that's something to celebrate. Every mistake, pause, redo, and cancellation in our effort to find a treatment that can end this global pandemic is a good thing. It means that science is working correctly, and that the vaccines that do cross the finish line have been thoroughly tested to ensure that they're safe and effective. Thanks for your question, Pranav. If you have a question, send it in to curiosity at discovery.com or leave us a voicemail at 312-596-5208. Or fill out the contact form on our website because it's fixed now. <laughs> it is. Hooray. 
Before we recap what we learned today, here's a sneak peek at what you'll hear next week on Curiosity Daily. Next week, you'll learn about how plants can pass memories to their offspring, a personality trait that could be the key to lasting romance, how fever helps you get better, that time scientists made ants walk on stilts, and more. Okay, so now let's recap what we learned today. Well, we learned that if you're riding in a car with someone and you're worried about coronavirus transmission, the best thing to do is to roll down all the windows. And if you can't do that, like it's too cold or something, and it's just you and a driver, then it's best for you to roll down the window on the opposite side of each person in the vehicle. And above all, make sure everybody's wearing masks. Stay safe. And we also learned that a study found that basketball teams actually perform worse when they're not in their team's time zone. And that suggests that the same could be true if you're just a business person or you're on the road for other reasons. For peak performance, travel as early as you can so you get used to your new time zone before you actually have to perform. I'm sure it's a lot more fun for players to finish a game, win, and then hang out and go out on the town or whatever, than win and then hop on an airplane. But, you know, what's the real goal here? Well, they can hang out on the town before the game. Well, then you don't want to drink. No, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, well, knowing knowing sports that like I do, you know, you know that I know sports so well. They actually really use data very well, is my understanding. And so they probably will implement this, at least a few teams. And I look forward to seeing that. So I'm sure you're really looking forward to all those sports happening this weekend, right, Ashley? So looking forward to all the sports happening this weekend. The just the Good sports, the bad sports, all the sports in between. <laughs> Just I love all of it because I'm a sports person. The esports? I'm into the esports. Sure. The L sports, the B sports, mm-hmm. every letter of the alphabet. I love them. You know me. I honestly, this is the first time I have been informed that the, the big game, you're not allowed to say the word, is happening this weekend. Who knew? It's technically the words. Technically the words. It's actually two words. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yes. I, I, I got the wrong got the wrong spelling of the term that I'm not allowed to use. You did. You did. <laughs> Unacceptable. And we also learned that there have been a number of failed COVID-19 vaccines, which is good. That means we're not just throwing vaccines out in the wild and seeing what happens. It means that rigorous scientific research is happening, which will keep us even more safe. And this this also I had a conversation with someone who actually thought that the vaccines could have been rolled out even faster. Like maybe because this pandemic is so deadly, maybe we shouldn't have even done clinical trials and we should have just asked for volunteers. And that's not good either, because as we can see, problems do crop up in these clinical trials and we need to study those problems and make sure that they're not going to be a widespread thing because Vaccine trust is another thing that's super, super important. If we just let these vaccines out into the world and then saw a bunch of people getting sick, a lot of people would just not get any vaccine. It doesn't matter if it's like, oh, it's just this brand of vaccine. It's like, well, I'm not going to trust any vaccine. So it's really important that we still get the safety right. And so that timing has been perfect. It's the fastest vaccine development in the history of the world. And yet we still did our due diligence of making sure that it's safe and effective. Yeah, that's a really good point. Psychology is extremely important. Good on the researchers. Good on us. Good on everybody. Good on humans. Good on humans. 
Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk and Ashley Hamer and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have a great weekend. Go team. And join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.